Hi, this is Donna Otto, and this is our final show for the year. So, what a wonderful year. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this wonderful calendar year. We've had a great time. We finished our series on lessifying. We had our first campaign, and thank you so much. You know that we are a ministry. We are a 501c3. Yes, we receive donations, and you can go to our dancing and singing website and find a button if you'd like to send us a gift. Any gift is something we appreciate. I have a gal who sends me $8 every month and how I look forward to seeing her gift. Thank you. Thank you for those of you who participated in in a one-year campaign that boosted this year's resources. And if you are continuing that campaign, we look forward to having you again. We kept track for who we stand to be, that we talk through the year about who we are as a woman, a woman of faith, and all the stuff that goes on in making us a woman. And that's first and highest priorities. So when you come to our website, know that you will find there and in our podcast more information about bolstering your faith than anything else. And then information about being a wife and a mother and a homemaker. We stand on those four corners and have for over 35 years. We introduced the girlfriends this year, first incognito and then in reality, and you know their names and their children, and we're looking forward to their coming again. And we introduced that one of them will be doing more and sharing information with us in podcast form. We lost some great men this year, Billy Graham and President Bush. And we are sad to see them go, but we know by the testimonies of their life and faith that they are with Jesus and those that they loved. We've experienced another Lent and another Christmas, and thank you for being open to traditions that are maybe not your specific church traditions, but traditions that we believe draw us closer together in the family of Christ and to him. We pulled out a week of old archives. Oh, that was hard work for me, girls. I had to listen to all those old tapes and my voice, which sounded different, and there were only a few things that I thought needed correction, and I'm thankful for that. The training of the will of the child. A whole week of those, and they're still up and on our archives. We took the summer off, and we always encourage you to do the same. This year we may air archives randomly. Did you hear that randomly? I'm not going to even listen to them before we put them up. That may happen. Stay tuned. We had David Otto come in and do his five life questions, and thank you. Your response to that has been extraordinary. His questions were, what have I chosen? How much is enough? Who is my neighbor? Is this a spiritual issue? And where am I choosing to serve? Those five life questions have meant a lot to hundreds and thousands of people in our community. We did book and movie reviews and a few eclectic shows, and we'll continue that next year. We offered the Home for Christmas this year, a brand new video series, and in the course of the whole year, we put up the organizational three-hour class and the Home for Christmas class, and we continue to offer these video series, The Power of the Table. We're pleased with that work. It is ageless, iconic, some of the young folks call it, and we're glad to make it available to you. We look forward to a new year. I am a firm believer that if you want your future to look different than your past, you can't just hope. I hope, I hope, I hope it will happen. 
you have to do something about it. Don't just talk about new big ideas. Do the hard work. Details matter. Think of a phrase or word to guide your next year. Add to it one or two items that will help you achieve a new future for yourself. There's a wonderful chapter in my own book, which I've just reread on page 37 of Secrets to Getting More Done, Bringing Focus into Your Life. And I reread these chapters. Yes, it's my book, and I wrote it almost 25 years ago. But they are truths that help me stay focused. And while I'm practiced at it, it does not mean that I do not need to take a moment to refocus my own refocusing. I was motivated. And I'm glad that I have been privileged to share this time with you. At the end of every Christmas season, I read something that was taken one more of Twas the Night Before Christmas. But this one has been most significant to me for the last 20 plus years. And so I have two things to do before we leave the show, and that is to read Twas the Night Before Christmas and to pray a prayer over you. Twas the night before Jesus came and all through the house, not a creature was praying, not one in the house. Their Bibles were laying on the shelf without care, in hopes that Jesus would not come there. The children were dressing to crawl into bed, not once ever kneeling or bowing ahead. A mom in her rocker with baby on her lap was watching the late show while I took a nap. When out of the east there arose such a clatter, I sprang to my feet to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, but angels proclaiming that Jesus was here, with a light like the sun sending forth a bright ray, I knew in a moment this must be the day. The light of his face made me cover my head. It was Jesus, returning just like he said. And though I possessed worldly wisdom and wealth, I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. In the book of life which he held in his hand was written the name of every saved man. He spoke not a word as he searched for my name. When he said, it's not here, my head hung in shame. The peoples whose names had been written with love he gathered to take to his father above. With those who were ready, he rose without a sound, while all the rest of us were left standing around. I fell to my knees, but it was too late. I waited too long, and thus sealed my fate. I stood, and I cried as they rose out of sight. Oh, if only I had been ready tonight. In the words of this poem, the meaning is clear. The coming of Jesus is drawing quite near. There's only one life, and when comes the last call, we'll find that the Bible was true after all. I pray for you this year as the day closes and the year closes and our time certainly closes together. I've been reading a lot of my dear friend Dallas Willard's work this year, and it is said that he closed his eyes and bowed his head and raised both of his arms and palms and pointed them forward and spake these words over his students. I pray that you would have a life, rich life of joy and power 
abundant in supernatural results, with a constant clear vision of never-ending life in God's world before you, and the everlasting significance of your work day by day, a radiant life and a radiant death. And this is my prayer for you. Blessings in the new year. We are Modern Homemakers, and I am Donna Otto. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it an uncommon day of saying yes to Jesus. Thank you.